Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back into the 1 o'clock hour, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself talking local sports with you over your lunch hour. We appreciate you tuning in on your favorite listening device. Uh, or if you can't catch us live, if you can only catch part of the show, the podcasts are up every single day. Uh, KenMillerShow.com is, um, well, it's as easy as anywhere, right, you, to, to find them. What time are they up, Trent? You probably do that between shows, I'm assuming, Yeah, right? yeah, have them up. Uh, sometimes I can get that first hour done, even as the show's going on, depending on what else is happening. Very nice. During commercial breaks, but uh, doing a little powwow. We got a busy Friday here at the uh, Clusters. Well, you and I opens up their season in basketball. And uh, we carry you and I basketball. And it's a big one. North Carolina. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> at the <laughs> Target. national champs, after all. Pretty big game. Uh huh. Well, we also have the state semifinals. They got pasted this weekend, right? Didn't uh, didn't uh, Jacobson's crew get just run out of a gym last week by Wisconsin? Is on that what Wednesday. it was? Yeah, in the exhibition game, they had to come back to beat UNC Pembroke on Sunday in their exhibition game at home. That's eye opening. Coached by Ben Miller, the son of no, Elvin really? Miller. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting dynamic there. An interesting tie-in. So. Um, and you've got a football game. Got a football game. That's our seven o'clock. Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. Right. Pretty big game in its own right. So uh, possibility we will be having high school football on KGGO Friday night from 7 until 10 o'clock. So that's the decision, what to move, et cetera, right? Right, right. So working on figuring that out. As soon as we know, we will let everybody else out there know. What's your vote? If it was up to you, what would you do, Mr. Defa- well, uh, we'll say uh, fantasy program director? Right, right. Well, I put me up on uh, that beautiful frequency modulation, right? I Over would. on the FM side mm-hmm. on 95 GGO. On the Rock Station. They've had Chiefs games over there before. Mm-hmm. They've had things like that. So I think that makes the most sense. Dowling Ankeny Centennial. Yes. There'll be a lot of people tuning in, I think, to that game. Tight one. Dowling had a chance to tie it. Mm-hmm. Ankeny Centennial, we'll see on their quarterback. He went down with an injury, but defensively, they're playing at a really high level. And so we got to do, you have to control anytime you're taking on Dowling the way they've been built now the last five years under Tom Wilson. You have to control the line of scrimmage. Now, mm-hmm. it goes without, so that's football, but just the size that they have up there, they got some big dudes. Uh, it's it's November. Um, is it time that we for the annual conversation regarding <laughs> Jerry Pizzetti? Yeah. <laughs> right. It seems like we've been having this conversation. I was going to say he can't coach forever, but I'm starting to think he can. Right, right. Um, and I hope he does. I'll yes. be honest with you. Yeah. I really do. I, I quit guessing. I really, you know, after the after they won the state championship mm-hmm. with Lanning, I thought, what a great time to walk. He just right. loves it. And then it's they a, split. Well, it, maybe he'll go and make mm-hmm. the transition. Well, it's what, four years it's later been, now. It's been four years. Four years later, and he's still out there patrolling the sidelines and doing his thing. Hope he coaches forever. I'm a big fan of that family. I yeah. really am. He's been great. For, I mean, think of how many kids. Mm-hmm. Is in, not just Ankeny. I mean, his entire career, right, right. That, that he has tutored. Um, been a part of their lives just for amazing, amazing run. It has been. Oh. And they got a shot. They do. Well, they beat them before. They beat them before. Mm-hmm. Now it's different. We've seen this happen. They've 
Dowling during their four-year run. Tough to beat them twice, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Tough to beat anybody twice, in particular right. this group. Yeah. Because they're Wilson going for what, five straight? Five in a row. One for the thumb. Crazy. That's crazy. At though. the 4A level. Uh-huh. You know, with the turnover right. that you have and... And to do this at this consistent level, mm-hmm. and there's been good teams. And Valley's is usually good. I yep. mean, if it's if it's not Dowling, it's Valley and Coach Swenson and that group. And Waukee's keep waiting for Waukee to take yep. that step. And I know they did with the Allen brothers. Um, got few, to the dome. Got to the dome. Gave them a good game at the. They dome did. That, that was year. a fun game. I remember watching that game. Uh, we'll be able to listen to the game, but is there television covered? I got to think there is. Right there, NBC Sports Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a MediaCom subscriber, you're out of luck. If you're have to. TV, but you don't have the sports pack that you're doesn't have luck, that. You're out of luck, right? You're out of luck. So flip me on. You can listen to me. And, Not flip uh, you off. Flip you on. Well, right. That, that was the Council Bluffs people that were doing that <laughs> on Friday night. Well, they were on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, flip it on and... Uh, We'll give you a call. We'll have some fun. And looking forward to a, a fun time in Cedar Falls. Now Always love that trip. You're deserting me tomorrow, and you're doing yeah. so because you're going to call volleyball, volleyball. all day long. Yes. Uh, in fact, I just got my marching orders from uh, our buddy Pete Tarpey with the Central Iowa Sports Network. Who... So if you've, got a, if you've got a relative that's playing high school volleyball and is in the state... Fine. Was it were you finals or semis? This will be the opening quarterfinals for 3A, 2A, and 1A tomorrow. 5A and 4A start, have started today. Valley's played, I okay. saw. Urbandale, I think, played. So you right drew now. the short star and got the smaller schools? Well, there's a lot more games tomorrow. So they uh, need to bring in guys like me. So they were they saved the A team for right, tomorrow. Right, exactly. Yes, of course. Uh, but, so you want, is there any local interest? Uh, let's see, what do I Tomorrow got? I'm talking about? I uh, mean, I know Ankeny Centennial's in, right? Right, right. Not really. I got Osage Tipton. Uh, not really. Hull Western Christian, not so much. Oh, Council of St. Albert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun against Unity Christian. Yeah, no, nothing on the local level down in the small school class. So uh, that'll be then Thursday, Friday will be the semifinals and finals from Cedar Rapids. But yeah. Full day of volleyball tomorrow. Need to get this voice cranked up. And what so what time will you start? What time will you end? Ten AM and my last is at six PM. So get out of there by eight, home by ten, mm-hmm. and then on the road Friday afternoon and mm-hmm. home by midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of miles on the vehicle. Yeah, no, I hope it's worth your while. I really do. <laughs> I hope the check clears. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Trent Connor, myself with you, uh, noon until two. Trent, I was uh, well. You were out of the uh, out of the studio here, trying to figure out uh, what's so what, who's going to carry what on Friday. Yeah, I was taking a look at uh, a couple of um, schedules going forward, knowing that Iowa still plans to play Nebraska, um, and Nebraska and Minnesota play this weekend. This oh. is a de facto bowl elimination game, in my opinion. I know that tech okay. they're both four and five, okay. but the loser of this football game. Minnesota is going to have to play at Northwestern. I don't like yeah, their chances, yeah, yeah. and home to Wisconsin, and I don't like their chances. Mm-hmm. Conversely, Nebraska. Are you ready for Nebraska's schedule? If they lose this game, that would be beholden upon them if they want to be bowl eligible to beat in back-to-back weeks at Penn State, home to Iowa on a short week, and that's not going to happen. No. I mean, not, you might be, you might, and I still, I, I still think that uh, that they're going to lose out if they don't. Regardless of what happens this week, and I think, look, the Hawks are going to beat Nebraska again yeah. and do so in Lincoln, and I think probably handily. I really do. Um, I don't think Nebraska's going to a bowl game. I don't think Nebraska's going to a bowl game, whether they win this week or not. It's over. It's over, right? It's over for Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. Well, then that leads to the next step of this. Mike Riley is out. Mm-hmm. What what have you heard 
about Frost lately. He's the, he's Florida's guy. Right. That's uh, and apparently he loves the state of Florida. Okay. He loves to recruit in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? I'm sure, right? Pretty easy, right? You've got uh, I mean, who's closer to a an opportunity to play in the playoff? Nebraska or Florida? It's Florida. It's Florida. Right. It's Florida. Every single you, you can't make an argument that Nebraska would be somehow have a uh, in any any criteria have an edge if you're if you're matching up the two. Um, so I, I I don't think he's going home. I don't think he's going to Nebraska. I really don't. Now, and would you want that pressure of coaching? Right. That's the other thing. I mean, this is everybody's choice. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants him. I don't see it. Here's the other factor that might be there. I, I was reading an old article with him from a couple years back. Uh, I think it was maybe a celebration of an anniversary of his championship, you know, something like that. Remember, he didn't start at Nebraska. No, he. No, you're right. He's a Nebraska kid mm-hmm. that said he, no he, to Nebraska. He left the state, yep. And went to Stanford. Right. He transferred back, won a national championship. There was a lot of bad blood about that. Mm-hmm. He is maybe not the beloved figure that you have. And if he would say no a second time with the program struggling the way that mm-hmm. it is, does he ever have an offer again? Probably not. So if there is ever that go this home, this is his one and only chance. The, you're thinking, I could see that. I could that, see that some feelings one, would be hurt. Yeah, the lingering thought that I've had. Yeah, I still think. I still think Florida. I mean, I know. I don't. I don't think. I know Florida is yes, the answer. Yes. Florida is the better if job. If you've got an opportunity to take the Florida Gators, you, you do it in, in heartbeat. And um, Nebraska fans, you, you can't be too upset about right. that. You, you have to understand. Now, let's say because Florida you're in the right division in the SEC. Yes, let's yes. be honest. Now, let's say Florida goes out and hires the guy they should have the last two times in Dan Mullen. They yeah. go that route instead, and mm-hmm. now Frost is looking at, I could take Tennessee or I could take Nebraska. Now, if he now, says that, no to that's, Nebraska that's and takes Tennessee. easier. That's, I mean, I, I think, honestly, that's fair. I mean, ten, I would take Nebraska. I, I would really? go. If I couldn't, take, if I couldn't have Florida, mm-hmm. I think I'd go home. I think I would go home. I mean, Tennessee's won national championships. Tennessee is a is a is a storied pro. So is Nebraska. Yeah, and I don't think they're ever going ago. back to that. They're not. We let's just be honest. They're not mm-hmm. ever going to be there. Um, you could still recruit at a high level at Tennessee. We we saw Butch Jones actually do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Just didn't translate to wins on the field. You can there now. It is more difficult, I think, than people realize. Your base in state is not very big, or the actual population base. It's on the other side of the state. Mm-hmm. It's a four-hour drive away to right. get to Knoxville right. from where the population base actually is. You have to recruit very well in Georgia. Well, Kirby Smart's making that a lot more difficult yeah, sure is. than it was 20 years ago when Philip Fulmer won a national championship. It, it, that is much different than it is today. But both programs that are very interesting, both, yes, have won national championships mm-hmm. in quote-unquote recent history. But the landscape is a lot different today, and especially for Nebraska. Yeah, the answer is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a clear number one. Mm-hmm. You like... So you, I maybe... I'm just... If you were you or you were Scott Frost. Then if I was if I was me, I would probably take Tennessee. If I was Scott Frost, I think I would go home. Right. I buy Florida's that. off yep. the table. Yep, I buy that. And we still... Arkansas, now they fall down in the pecking order compared where, to those other four. Is Bielema going to survive? Texas A&M. There's another one. Is Sumlin. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's the case, 
Now back to Arkansas. There's going to be a lot of dominoes falling here yeah. in the next few weeks, isn't there? UCLA, and with the early signing period coming up yeah. this year, too. UCLA is going to come open. It's for sure coming open. Laura's done there. Mm-hmm. Uh, still a possibility that Arizona State might come open. Not as big of a possibility. But it's still yeah, there. There's still a chance. It's still lingering. Yep. You know, there, like you said, the dominoes that are going to fall. Sumlin, if I was Sumlin, I'd be looking for jobs right now. I mean... He's done oh, a I'm decent sure he's job. Put, there, his yeah. agent's got feelers out yeah, for sure. That's the one he's where not done coaching. you do the offer, right? Uh-huh. You, right. you take a small step down, mm-hmm. find a mid-major that makes sense, you do, uh, a lower Power 5 conference job that makes sense, and you go and do that. That's what I'd be doing if I was someone. I, think, I still think there's a Power 5 guy job for him out yeah, there. Yeah, I think so, too. I, yeah, I do. Well, take a time out. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com will join us. We'll get uh, back inside the Hawks, both football and basketball. Nick Bear's going to miss uh, three to four weeks, which uh, normally wouldn't be that big of a deal, but there are a couple of Big Ten games in that three to four week timeline uh, that we reference. We'll do that with John. And then at 140, Viking updates. Tim Yotter will be here. Teddy Bridgewater is coming back, and he's going to be uh, reinstated off the physically unable to perform list of the injury reserve. He is back with the Vikings. What does that mean? They're scheduled down the stretch. And with Detroit as good as they looked, especially at the quarterback position last night, the Vikings path to an NFC North crown got a little bit more difficult with the Packers uh, seemingly um, going the wrong way and doing so very quickly. We'll take a timeout. We'll continue after this timeout on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V-Plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames. Or ShulingHitch.com. This is my bachelor party. 
Tonight on The Flash. Gentlemen, I welcome you to the Golden Booty. What happens in Central City? God, I wish I could have a drink. Should stay in Central City. Your special concoction. The Flash gets turned up. <laughs> You're going to need to walk this off. <laughs> or run it off because I'm The Flash. And the party crashers get deadly. Kill them! Flash followed by DC's Legends of Tomorrow only tonight on The CW. The heroes come out to play tonight at 7 on CW Iowa 23. Seriously? It's November. Ready or not, the holidays are coming. So get ready at the Jared Semi-Annual Event, November 10th through 12th. Come enjoy our best prices of the season and discover hundreds of pieces you'll only find at Jared. The Jared Semi-Annual Event. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Hey, what's up? Rooster emoji here. If you're speeding or driving aggressively on the road, take it from me, you're getting too cocky. Slow down and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS, and every 90 minutes, someone passes away from the disease. Help provide support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m. with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight against ALS by walking with the ALS Association Iowa chapter on October 7th. Learn more at walktodefeatals.org. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk. For real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan and myself taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock. Let's uh, get to John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. Uh, busy day in Iowa City. Press conferences uh, going on. And uh, John joins us as we take a look back and a look forward. John, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing real good, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate uh, it. Uh, we appreciate it, too, John. Really do. Uh, you put out a great uh, tweet today regarding uh, Iowa's efficiency when they throw the ball on first down. Uh, that um, that one kind of jumped off my computer screen, John. They need to do more of that. They're having a ton of success. They really are. Completing 64% on first down passes compared to roughly 57% on their other passes. You know, on first down, Iowa's been uh, a 64% run lean. And their worst yards per carry of any down is first down. That's because teams know they're going to run on first mm-hmm. down. So I, I think against Ohio State, you saw uh, Iowa go off tendency, throw the ball a lot more on first down than they have been. They had great success with it. And really all season long, 11 touchdown passes on first down compared to just one interception. So I, I really hope we see this continue because when you have a pair of tight ends like Iowa has, very few college programs have that. And Saturday was just surgical. It was beautiful. It was up and down the field, offensively, defensively. 
seemingly doing whatever they want, John. And we've seen Iowa pull upsets. There aren't many upsets that have quite gone like this in this kind of fashion. Most surprising performance that you've seen from the Hawkeyes since? Since 2002 Michigan, to start with. Um, the, mo- the most surprising at home maybe since Nebraska 81. But, it, wow. but, they're, but, they're, but they're different. The Michigan game for Iowa, Iowa was ranked 18th in the country. And Michigan, I think, was just right in the top 10. So that Iowa team that year, you know, people were starting to recognize that they were pretty good. This Iowa team, no. And they were going up against an Ohio State program that Iowa's had the least success again in the history of the pro- against in the history of the program with one of the best two coaches of his era um, on the opposite sideline. And really, I can't, to me, I don't know how this was possible other than I think Ohio State had an arrogant game plan on defense. They came out in their base 4-3. They rarely committed more than seven players to stop the run. When every other Iowa opponent this year was committing eight or more, Hmm. they were blitzing at least 35% of every snap against Iowa this year. Ohio State did not. And, oh, maybe Iowa's offensive line isn't as, you know, struggling as we thought because they're not having to block eight or nine guys in this game. And it was the best rushing performance of the year. So I think Ohio and Ohio State linebackers, their, their discipline was surprisingly lacking. They just were flying to the ball, and the ball wasn't there a lot because play action was really working. So, yeah, it's, it's the most shocking victory um, that for me personally, uh, at least probably since 81, mm-hmm. Nebraska. Mm-hmm. John, what's the biggest difference in Nate Stanley, uh, you know, after the Ohio State game as opposed to what we saw maybe in Wyoming? Is it is it just purely experience? Is it getting reps, game reps? I mean, the confidence seems to be there. The accuracy that wasn't there is is now there. What's the biggest difference when you watch Nathan Stanley closely? Yeah, I think it's reps. I mean, I think after a performance like that against a brand name like that, I don't think that Stanley ever has a reason to be fearful or nervous going into anything the rest of his career. And I tweeted out during the game that I think that that's, this was like a, a, a game of demarcation for him. There'll be Nate Stanley before that game and everything else after. Mm. That's the dividing line in that play that he had with the Ohio State defender draped around his Crazy. feet for over two seconds. You know, I, I tweeted right away that it reminded me of, you know, Drew Tate's helmet coming off against Michigan yeah. back in 2004. Just that type of... That was his coming gal- out moment. Yeah, a galvanizing yeah. play that told you a lot about that player, and it kind of turned out to tell us a lot about Drew Tate. I think that's the way for Stanley. And you know his teammates compare him to Ben Roethlisberger. Sure. And that was a Ben Roethlisberger-style play, and I know you mentioned that yesterday on the show. I listened to the podcast today, and it, it it's just and and the zip that he had on that ball. This kid is really really good. I mean, last the, the entire season last year, I think C.J. Beathard had nineteen hundred and twenty six passing yards, and I think that's where Stanley is right now. Seventeen touchdowns to ten interceptions for C.J. last year. Stanley's got twenty two touchdowns to four or five interceptions. I can't recall which. I think four. Mm-hmm. And he's on pace for thirty one. The school record is twenty seven, and he's a sophomore. He's a true sophomore. He is uh, putting up numbers that are unthinkable, and offensive line came together. And he didn't win the job, guys, until late August. Why? Yeah, I didn't buy that. I never bought that. I I think. I think the big. If Nate Stanley had the personality type of uh, your typical Top Gun fighter quarterback, there would have been no competition. 
But I think Kirk utilized it to try and draw that leadership aspect out of him and to get him to see what he was made of in a competitive environment like that since Nate wasn't really revealing his hand what he was made of uh, as a vocal leader. And that's why I think it was. The, the danger that I was worried about with that is if, if there's that big of a talent disparity, the players know it. And then they hear their coach saying, well, it's close. Well, they know their coach isn't telling the truth. So I don't know. That's the only explanation that I have. John, offensive line came together in a big way. It's different, though, with the Badgers. The 3-4 has confounded Iowa the last two seasons. Haven't been able to do a whole lot against that Badger defense. They're banged up. But uh, hope going up against the 3-4 from what we saw Saturday night? I think that it has more to do with the linebackers that Wisconsin has had the last two to three years. They've had a bank of them, and they've all been really, really good and flying to the ball. And like I said earlier, I expect Wisconsin to pull the playbook out like Iowa saw against Michigan State and they saw against Penn State with 40 45% blitz tendencies, run blitz tendencies. But I think now you have two tight ends who have a much greater knowledge of what Iowa wants to do schematically. You have a quarterback who's on the same page with them as well and has a full grasp of everything. Remember that play that, that, um, that passed Stanley through to Wadley late in the game on the sideline mm-hmm. at the last second before he got sacked and then Wadley caught it and started dealing? To me, when I see something like that, that is a quarterback that when he takes a snap in his head, he knows where everybody is. He knows where they are all at. So I think that Wisconsin is going to be very aggressive on their run blitzes and their pass blitzes. But I also think Iowa can isolate their tight ends this week. And this is a really banged-up Wisconsin team, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, and John, for that very reason, this is why I think Iowa can win the football game. I really do. I mean, the confidence that they have to be playing at with Stanley and those tight ends and the injuries that have uh, befallen Wisconsin. Look, Wisconsin is an unbelievable second-half team. That That's what worries me. You know, that not, not that the team is going to, you know, if they go into the locker room up at halftime, they're going to exhale and think that it's in the bag. Uh, Wisconsin's second halves have been off the chart, John, but this is a game that Iowa can win this week they can because wisconsin offensively um if iowa has been predictable on first down wisconsin has been more predictable i went and looked at their breakdowns today and they're i think almost a 70 percent run lean on first down and they are going to want to run the ball they don't do a lot of things tricky and iowa's defense typically plays well when it comes to the phone booth style of attacks and they don't have a quarterback that i think can hurt them um, regularly. I'm not a big fan of Alex Hornibrook. I think he's got six straight games with an interception, uh, several of them with multiple interceptions. So I don't expect a high-scoring affair from Iowa again this game, but I'm with you. I feel pretty good about this one for Iowa standpoint. The, the weather looks pretty rough, mm-hmm. which, you know, usually bad weather makes teams, you know, kind of negates talent advantages, and these two teams are similar in talent anyway. So I think it's going to be kind of your typical 16-13 kind of game for these teams just because of weather, style of play. And I don't want Iowa fans to say, oh, great, Iowa comes out and goes crazy one game with an offense, and now we're back to the humdrum. I think the weather's going to have a lot to dictate what Iowa and Wisconsin both can do. See a couple of John Stockle-like interceptions against the Hawkeyes. Oh, that'd be wow. good to there's see. a name, yeah. He threw a bunch of them to the Hawks throughout the years. Hey, uh, John, before we run out of time, basketball. Disappointing news, certainly yesterday for Nicholas Bear. 
out three to four weeks with a broken pinky to his non-shooting hand. I guess that is the plus of this one. But mm-hmm. a very deep front court, not quite as deep at small forward, is it? Well, welcome to the big time, Jack Nungy. That's exactly it. You, that's where I was going to go. Jack Nungy was going to play, and now Jack Nungy is going to play a lot. He probably just moved into a 20 minutes plus per game the first, you know, seven, eight games of the season. And who knows, that may turn out to be a little bit of a blessing as the year oh. wears on. Not that you want to see Bear out, mm-hmm. but Bear's going to be able to come back, and he'll still be Nick Bear, and he'll be okay. But I think Nungy now is going to get a chance to develop a little faster than he would have otherwise because of minute opportunities, and that could really come back to help Iowa in February. Mm. John, I do have one more football question for you. And, uh, the Polecat uh, was, was a great play, but you know what? <laughs> I like the Rastetter play better. I really do. And, and here's and here's why. Maybe not. You know, I don't like it better because it didn't work. But um, had they called that, John, had the rest of the offense known what the puncher was going to do? <laughs> I mean, it was set up had they got one block because you could see the guys that were the gunners were headed to uh, to grab the punt returner, right? They had no idea yeah. that their puncher didn't uh, didn't punt the football. It was there, John. Uh, I give him kind of credit for you know doing it on his own. He, I mean, I'm I'm guessing he didn't get much credit in the coach's office, uh, if any. But um, that play was there. It could have been had. I don't ever remember seeing Kirk grab a player uh, on the side by, no. by the shoulders and pull him back. Um, I think one of the reasons why it was nearly there was no one in their right mind would have expected Iowa to call a fake up that many points right. that place on the field. And yeah, the three personal protectors there, they, they had, they created a wall based upon the rugby punt. And then after a, a, a head count that they have, they released to go down and cover. And had they known he was running, they only knew he was running because they heard the reaction from the fans and they looked over to see it. And Kirk, I think, said in the radio broadcast afterwards, he's like, yeah, those Ohio State guys close a lot faster than people on other teams. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. It, I thought Rastetter was going to get it yeah, at I first, did too. but that Ohio State guy just came flying. And I'll guarantee you, uh, you won't see another player go rogue like that <laughs> for a very long time. So what does that do? Does that give Gersande more opportunities so, this week? I don't think so. I think it just means that Rastetter will never do that again. Learned his lesson. Rastetter, yeah, he, he played pretty well, actually, in that game. So, and you know what? That's a key point for the Wisconsin game. As poor as Iowa has punted the ball this year, no one in the Big Ten has punted worse than Wisconsin. Mm, yes. Yeah, I saw the, that number today. I wouldn't have guessed that. And, in fact, that was going to be my next thing. As bad as it's been for yeah. Iowa, it's been even worse over there. So, outside of playing a clean football game, I mean, what are a couple of the things that – do need to go right in your mind to get the Badgers this weekend. Yeah, I just think Stanley needs to keep his mistakes low, which he has all year, mm-hmm. and Iowa needs to really be unpredictable on first down. I do, I do think that we'll see more of that happen um, because they've been they've been doing that a little bit more each game. They did that uh, against Minnesota. I think they were 7 for 10 on first down passes. They were 8 of 9 against Northwestern, just didn't have enough attempts. So I just think, you know, catch the balls as well. Uh, remember, the ball was cold against Minnesota, and we saw a lot of drops. Didn't mm-hmm. see that last week. That could be a problem, but I, I just think, you know, move the ball a little bit through the air because, holy cow, Iowa has two freshman tackles, and they just did that to debatably the best defensive line in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Brian Greasy said as much during the broadcast that, that he thought it was. Last thing, John, I know that you uh, it's a hobby, at least it was of yours, trying to forecast where the Hawks are going uh, in their bowl season. Is it too early yet with three games left, Wisconsin, Purdue, Nebraska, to 
to be able to zero in? Do you have any guesses at this point? We won't hold you to them. There's still a lot of football I mean, left to be played. Yeah, I mean, if they if they, if they win out, um, which cr- is crazy now to think that that's actually it's on not, the table. not a lottery right. ticket. Um, holiday Bowl, I'm not sure if the Orange Bowl is a possibility because they've changed the rules on me so much. But uh, that could be potentially there. I don't think that they're going to go back to Florida unless it's an Orange Bowl, uh, given the new alliances. But, yeah, guys, I mean, just, if they win their next three games and they go 9-3 and three and they win their bowl game, wouldn't that be the most – that would be almost you like probably. 2004 and crazy 10-win season. But, you know what, this, this – this, and I think Trent brought this up yesterday, and I totally agree. This season now kind of feels analogous to 2008 from a standpoint of the reload for the next year and using the end of the season performance as a springboard for big things because next year their schedule is very favorable. They do play at Penn State, but they get Wisconsin at home. They get Northwestern at home. They get Nebraska at home. They get Iowa State at home. Uh, There's a chance that we could be at this place next year trying to defend Iowa's schedule for being one of the Mm. top ten teams in the first college football playoff. Mm, 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 Penn mm. State's a road one, but no Trace McSorley, no Saquon Barkley. That's a gettable one, but that's a long ways away. Tight end could be gone as well. But, yeah, it is. But but I I think that, uh, you know, it's a lot more fun. I mean, well, not that I know how to do this very often because it's only happened four times in my lifetime where I was beating Ohio State, but... Sure is fun the week after you beat down the uh, the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. John, great stuff. Thank you. We'll grab you next week. Thank you, John Miller. All right. Take care. Good Bye-bye. to talk to you, John Miller. HawkeyeNation.com. It's, it's, the winout's not crazy. No, it's not at all. And if that does happen, 9-3, and three, that'd be wins against Ohio State, Wisconsin, yeah. playing well. There's an outside possibility they could get into one of those access bowls. Now they they need a lot of chaos. Leistico wrote about that in the paper. Oh, really? Today. I think he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, the month of November was daunting. Trent, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Purdue at Nebraska. I mean, I wish I had a dollar for every time I said Nebraska and Iowa might be playing for bowl eligibility. I mean, that was and that wasn't crazy. And now we're talking about nine and three. Now we're talking about nine and three. Now we're talking about more likely to win out, Iowa. With Wisconsin home to Purdue at Nebraska, uh-huh. Iowa State home to Oklahoma State at Baylor at K State, Iowa, because of Purdue Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Which one the on the clone schedule? The K State game, K State game still. They own them. It's they do. A house of horrors. It's a house. Yes, year after year, I, they, they get the cats this year. They finally I do. Think they, look how they play on the road. This team, yeah, they, they, they really play well now, with the exception being the that first, first thirty half, minutes last yeah. week. Uh, that's um, that's got to be that, eating at that team and at their fan base. It is. It is. I mean, I I've talked to quite a few people earlier uh, this week, and it's going to be one they're going to be kicking themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why now there's still a path to get to the Big Twelve Championship. Yes, game. there absolutely is. That was a winnable game. It was. Uh, that's why I felt that I, I said so yesterday. That I thought that that Iowa State was the better team on the field, particularly the way that they finished that yeah. game. Put two halves together, and I guess you could say the same about West Virginia. Sure. But you know what? I think Iowa State took it to West Virginia. Uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah, that one's a kick in the you-know-whats. But they're used to that, right? Right. right. But they're, they're, but uh, that kick this year comes with six wins already in the bank as they move into the month of November. So, um, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's probably Iowa just because of that K-State game looming out there at the end. Both teams have tough games this week. Both mm-hmm. teams are underdogs this week. Both teams have winnable games this week. And no Iowa State fans, you were never favored against Oklahoma State. Vegas no. never had you as a favorite. No, this week. that was off. Sh- well, I, I had the same cover with the one that was 
uh, a Cyclo fan of mine, buddy. I was frustrated about the loss. Also, did you know we were no? no you, you, you didn't open up as a favorite. You weren't. You know, I'm a I'm a gambling addict. Right. I, I know. Let me explain to you. Vegas Insider put it up wrong. Right. That's it. Plain and simple. That's we'll it. take a timeout. Tim Yotter. We'll do some NFL Vikings conversation next. Teddy Bridgewater in. Sam Bradford, is he out? And what does it mean by Ted, with Teddy Bridgewater back? He's behind Case Keenum for now, isn't he? We'll come back. We'll talk about that with Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former Honda and Nissan owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere, and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal. And the bartenders, well, they're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans, 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conner and myself taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock today as we do each and every Monday through Friday. We talk local sports with you from noon until 2. One of our local NFL teams, we got four of them after all. Three reside in the north, one in the AFC West with the Chiefs. The Minnesota Vikings making some news or potentially making some news today as they've got some decisions to make when it comes to their roster, in particular quarterbacks on their roster. Tim Yotter, a friend of the program for a long time, VikingUpdate.com is where you can uh, uh, read all of Tim's stuff and all the uh, team over there, VikingUpdate.com. Tim, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, thanks for coming on, Tim. Um, It was a quiet bye week, but uh, today's about to be, uh, in all likelihood, uh, a real busy day. How's things? Yeah, I think it'll. the decision on Teddy Bridgewater will probably wait until tomorrow morning would be my guess. Okay. Um, but they do have to make it uh, tomorrow is the deadline, and, and I think it, it's got to be before they practice tomorrow. So I, I would guess it's going to be in the morning if it's not yet at some point late this afternoon. But um, it, it would seem that they are probably going to activate him to the 53-man roster. And I would say it's fairly likely that uh, if not this week, then in the next couple of weeks, he will be active on game days as the backup. And all of this is dependent on him getting a good medical report from the doctors that he's visited uh, yesterday and probably some consultation today through the team. What are you hearing from his teammates as far as, you know, what they're seeing in Teddy as he's, you know, as he's out kibitzing around with them? What are they saying about their former starter, Tim? You know, it, we we get a pretty limited look at practice uh, on the days that they practice. And what I've seen the last couple of weeks is he looks like he's doing okay, moving around, but we don't really get the the meat of a practice, if you will, where, where he's really got to exert himself. Um, but a, according to all the teammates that you talk to, you know, he, he looks good. He, he looks like he's as strong as he needs to be. For me, from the the exercises, the rehab, the conditioning that I saw him do about a month ago, you know, he was really testing that knee and, and putting 
quick starts and stops on it. Um, but the one thing we're not going to know is when he has to make a sudden unexpected move in the pocket, how's the knee going to hold up? And, um, you know, that's something that I think the Vikings themselves are going to be curious on. And that's why I do think that if he is activated to the roster, which is the expectation that you're still going to have case Keenum be the starter for a couple of weeks, at least, um, before they get to Bridgewater, you know, in a game situation where he really has to test it. So case Keenum, a couple of different scenarios out there. He keeps winning. You can't really take the job away from him. Can you? Yeah, well, I think a lot of that depends on how he's performing, not just did you get the the win, um, because you know much of this team is predicated on strong defensive play, and uh, Keenum the last couple of games has started really slow. He's been inaccurate for the first couple of drives, but he has come on. His mobility certainly is paying off and extending plays. So I I don't think that. As long as he play, is playing well, I, I don't think that it's going to be an easy decision to move away from him. But there is the counter argument to that, which is, okay, if we believe we're a playoff team, then do we want to get Bridgewater in there at some point where he's had, say, a month of games leading up to the playoffs? And do you believe that he is a better option in the playoffs? which I think most people do believe, okay, high-end potential, Teddy's probably the better option. But, mm-hmm. you know, my my concern would be, first of all, how is, he, how is he doing in the pocket, Teddy doing in the pocket? And also, you have to remember that when he got hurt in August 30th of 2016, it was Norv Turner as the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. The whole offense has changed. The offensive line has changed and many of the pieces around him in the backfield especially have have changed. So it's not an easy decision for the Vikings to make when to make that move. Hmm. They're 6 and 2. Uh, if there was such a thing as a mid-season MVP is the Vikings they hit their bye week right at the at the, at the middle of their season. Would Case Keenum is Case Keenum the reason that this team is 6 and 2? Has he been the most valuable player on this team thus far? Well, I guess that 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 would depend on how you view most valuable player. I I think he he's a guy that if if it if you didn't have him, then would you really want to go with an unproven guy like mm-hmm. Kyle Sloter, who you know is an undrafted rookie? Um, so you could make that case. You could make the case for the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You could make the great. case for yeah. I mean, it, it's to me that's been the most surprising part of okay. this season has been the offensive line and how well they've played. Um, Or, you know, maybe Adam Thielen, he's been really good for them on third downs. You know, there are a lot of options, and I think that just speaks to what a a solid overall team the Vikings have put together. So uh, as you go through this and you look at, there's one other thing kind of looming in the background, and that's Sam Bradford. Uh, What's the latest? I know he hasn't practiced since uh, he played a half against the Bears and those knee issues came back. What's the latest on Bradford, and is there a possibility they carry four quarterbacks in that 53-man mm. roster? Seems seems crazy, right? Yeah, I I think that would be tough to do um, unless you felt like Bradford was really close to coming back. I don't think they want to move on from Kyle Slaughter. I think they like his development possibilities, and I think if you do put him out on waivers, that somebody else is going to claim him. Yep. So 
My best guess would say, just based on the fact of how secretive the Vikings are being and how much they don't want to talk about Sam Bradford, my best guess is that if Teddy's activated, then Sam Bradford goes on injured reserve, which doesn't necessarily end his season because you'd have to be on there for eight weeks. That takes him to the end of the season if they're in the playoffs mm. and they have a need for him. You know, they could bring him back off of injured reserve. So a lot of interesting scenarios out there. Mm-hmm. Tim, last thing. Um, help us out going forward with the quarterback situation. When does Bridgewater, when do they have to make a determination what they're going to do with him as far as his future? And likewise, Bradford, because this is a contract year for him, if I'm not mistaken, too. So crystal ball this for uh, for this. Uh, we get to March, we get to April. Uh, decisions have had to be made at the quarterback spot. What are they going to do? Well, I don't see any way that that you can go into this offseason and feel comfortable paying Sam Bradford legitimate starting money given his knee situation. I just don't think you can trust that long term, and it's very unfortunate for Bradford. You know, you feel bad for the injuries that he's gone through and that it's come to this point, but I really think that this is um, a, a situation where it's it's absolutely devastated his market value Mm -hmm. um you know if he is fully healthy he's probably in the 20 to 25 million dollar a year range he's not though and i don't see how anybody can pay him even 15 million a year so my best guess would say if bradford comes back and he looks or bridgewater comes back and he looks decent i think teddy bridgewater is the guy that they end up paying the money to long term Mm. Coming up, four of the next five on the road for the Vikings. It's an incredibly difficult stretch. That many games in the NFL on the road. Going to be difficult here. The defense, very solid. But speaking of that crystal ball, this tough slot, it feels like you got to find a way to, what, split those games and then get the one that might be the most difficult against a Rams team at home to get to 3-2 and because feels like the Lions are coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, Losing to the Lions, first of all, early in the season really hurts the Vikings because if it does come down to things like tiebreakers, right now the Lions have the advantage, and the next game that they play them is in Detroit. And so all of those things matter. But what the Vikings have done to this point is they've built up a two-game lead. That's certainly going to help them. But as you mentioned, you know, five of the last eight are on the road. And I do think that there are some tougher opponents coming up. You've got one of the better quarterbacks they faced this year with Kirk Cousins coming on Sunday. You've got a strong Rams team. You also have the Panthers and the the Falcons out there as well. So it's Mm. certainly not an easy stretch. But frankly, if you want to get a good gauge on where your team is at, I think this is a good stretch to say, okay, now we're facing a bunch of teams that are at least in the playoff mix. And it's time to go prove that you can do it against those type of teams to to build up your cachet once the playoffs do hit. So I don't really mind it that that this is a tough uh, stretch for the for the Vikings heading into the second half of the season. Tim, one more real quick for you, for because you, I know you do such uh, great work and such detailed work during the Senior Bowl week. You're there all week long uh, for VikingUpdate.com. Uh, uh, with uh, with the seniors in, uh, in on both Iowa State and Iowa, I'm, I'm assuming that there'll be uh, you know a handful of them that get invited to Mobile. When do those invites go out, Tim? Do you know off the top of your head? 
It's usually, uh, they, they want that list together about two weeks before. I mean, a lot of these guys will probably start getting invites in December, but, um, you know, the, the, the final list, if you will, and it, it's, it's always changing. Even during Senior Bowl week, they're bringing guys in and out depending on injuries and things like that. But the main part of those rosters, they usually want those decided early January and that's only, you know, two, three weeks ahead of, of when those practices start. Good stuff. Thank you, Tim. You ought to appreciate it. VikingUpdate.com. Thank you, Tim. We'll talk to you down the road. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you, Tim. You VikingUpdate.com. Some uh, breaking news, although not Brandon Snyder out for the year. Oh. Uh, tore his ACL. Same knee. No way. Yeah. Uh, this is from Morehouse and from uh, hmm. Bowen Camp and everybody. Brandon Snyder will have another surgery this week and is out for the season. Another ACL, same knee. That's terrible. 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 Yep. Um, senior Bowl is going to be fun this year. Yeah. With the guys that I mean, Lanning, Lazard, those two, mm-hmm. Josie Jewell, Akram Wadley, uh, maybe a couple of the offensive linemen. Welsh. I could see Sean Welsh. Vandenberg, maybe. He might be more of the Reese's All-American. Yeah, maybe. Um, Blue Gray? (laughs) Yeah. Kamari Cotton Moya? Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe. Boy, if he could stay healthy. Yeah, really. I think he's got a shot at the next level. Do you? Yeah. I've always loved his game, though. Yeah, no, I have too. I have too. When healthy. When healthy. And he has been so far. That's his full name, right? Kamari Cotton Moya, when when healthy. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll grab Tim a bunch, uh, during uh, the weekend mobile. I've always wanted to go to that. Oh, really? I don't know why. I don't know. It's an odd one. It is, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah. it's the, it's the off week before the Super Bowl. Uh huh. So we've, the AFC and NFC championships are in the books. Then you've got a week watching college guys go through drills and then playing that game. I don't know why. I've always wanted to go to Mobile. Roadshow. Roadshow. Now you're on to something. Uh, what have you and Jimmy B got today? You're back from 4 until 6. Then I won't see you till Thursday as you duck out tomorrow. That's right. I'll be gone at State Volleyball. we got Alex Halstead here, and it's the Hawkeye Huddle Tuesday. Oh, you're off early So we got boys. Cyclones, and then Dave and Brett will stop by. And Maction tonight. Yeah, a couple of games tonight, a couple tomorrow. Yeah, yes, Maction is here. Welcome to November. Uh, I hate it and love it at the same time. Uh, that's going to do it for the show today. We appreciate you listening. We honestly do. Uh, come back tomorrow. We're here from noon until 2. We talk local sports Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian. In the car. All day at work. At home. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news. 